Hi, I'm Adrian Maven, and this is the podcast I'm Also, where I talk to people with a diverse range of pursuits and interests. My guest for this episode is Anne-Marie Simon. Anne-Marie is a senior academic staff member at Toyohomai Institute of Technology in Tauranga, where she's a tutor on the Bachelor of Creative Industries and the Certificate in Art and Design. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hi, Adrian. It's good. I've got you in here to talk about fashion, but also the more important topic later on of fishing. Yes, definitely. So we'll, <laughs> we'll start. We'll start with fashion. And uh, how did you get in? How did that become your sort of career? Uh, well, my mother was a sewer, and um, I used to love watching her make our clothes. And then I started making my dolls' clothes. <laughs> at a young age? Yes, at a very young <laughs> not, age, not like Adrian. At a very young age. Seventeen or something. <laughs> no, actually, at about four. Four. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then you um, you've got qualifications, which is very important. A target polytechnic. Yes, um, I actually first started. I did a diploma in clothing and textiles through Wellington um, many years ago. Then I worked in industry, but uh, since teaching here, I've um, done a certificate in adult teaching, certificate in Tareo. Uh, I did my bachelor's of um, design and fashion, and my latest, um, I've completed a master's in educational leadership. What does that involve, the educational leadership? Because I read that and I was like, oh, it sounds very impressive. Um, it's all all about teaching, policies, um, good practice, um, yeah, just everything to do with teaching and managing people and managing students. What's a key point about managing, uh, oh, I guess people in general, you won't say students. Key point about managing people? Um that everybody interprets things differently and facial expressions <laughs> are worth more than a thousand words. Yeah, I'd agree with that. There's always that someone says something and everyone interprets it differently, don't they? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, our, and our students too. I think um, that's one of the things as a tutor is learning to read students when you know they say they understand but there's this blank look in their eyes. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. half an hour later they'll go, What's this? <laughs> Have I done this right? Yeah, and then yeah, you no. say, and you say the classic answer. I've already said that. No, I try not to do that. Actually, <laughs> what do you say then? I just rephrase it. So whatever I've told them before, obviously they didn't get. So I've got to find a different way of saying it, and just once again read read the facial expressions or get them to um, repeat it back to me, so I know they know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because often I find it it's not their fault. I've 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 said it wrong, or I haven't explained it clearly enough. It's that's a good reflective teacher practice, yeah, there, Adrian. It's my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. my fault. Yep. Um, and keeping up with fashion, I guess we'll sort of link it into COVID. Um, well, where are we at? We're in Tauranga. We're out in level one now. Let's talk masks as a project. Yes. Um, obviously, COVID's been bad. Um, a plus side was a chance for the fashion students. Was it the fa just the fashion students? No, it was actually the um, Bachelor of Creative Industry students. So for the end of year project, part of their course is they actually have to fundraise to um, pull off a pretty awesome event, which they love to do. Uh, and so it was a matter of striking while the iron was hot, so to speak. It was a great opportunity. Um, masks was, you know, hot topics. So... On the Wednesday, we decided, right, Friday, we're going to have to sell some masks in case we go into another lockdown on the Monday. 
And so they just, yeah, in, in groups, it was all found pieces, resources, students brought in materials from home. We had a bit of a working bee and they sold over 200 masks and raised two and a half thousand dollars, which was actually double the budget that they raised last year. And they'd done it within the first two weeks of the course. So now they can concentrate on putting together an awesome event instead of trying to um, come up with a whole lot of fundraising ideas to execute. What's the template for making a mask? Because they've got to get the sort of, that goes outy bit. Yeah, it's um we did them with the seam in the middle so that it you they're kind of like semi curves and then you sew sew the opposite edges together so it gives it that curve around the face. Hmm. So any sort of general oh what's your I should drop some more um academic words, your area of practice. My area of practice, um it is you know, I work in construction. I that's my favourite part of um the fashion is is construction. Uh, and I actually really enjoy teaching that too, although I don't do a lot of it now. Um, but I've recently started creating art pieces um, using a domestic machine on a base called Washaway. Um, so it's freeform embroidery and then I can mould it to shape. So I started doing abstract portraits, but my latest two pieces have been quite large. They've been torsos. Um, and yeah, I've enjoyed the challenge of working with textiles and thread to explore and develop non-traditional creative works. So that's what I'm playing with at the moment because I've come from quite a practical background so as opposed to artistic. So what's a non a non Non-traditional textiles, well, you know, normally you might um, create fabric, it might be woven or you might knit and crochet. So using thread um, and, and basically scribbling with a sewing machine and then you come up with it looks like a fabric, but it doesn't. It actually can look like wire. So it's non-traditional use of materials and, and thread is um, what I mean by that. Just talking sewing machines. Have you got a uh, what's your go-to? Because I'm a banana guy. Uh, <laughs> what's your what's have you got a go-to sewing machine? I have, but I use industrial. Um, and once you've used an industrial, you won't go back. <laughs> so I've got Saruba and Brother uh, industrial sewing machine and overlocker. I mean, I do have my domestic because the industrials, you know, generally only do straight stitch. So if I want to do zigzag or something else, I have have my domestic there. But I very rarely pull it out. They're so slow. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a banana. Yes, banana do have a very good name. They do have a very good name. I didn't have a school. I had the bananas. <laughs> right. Now the more important topic. I thought I'd move on to, that's fashion, fishing. I love fishing. Is that is that from when you were making the dolls clothes at the age of four, or is it more of a progression? <laughs> um, actually, it probably was about that age. Every year we'd go to Gisborne uh, with the family for a holiday for two weeks at Christmas, and um, Dad used to take us not on boats. It was just fishing off the jetty. So we'd fish every year, and then we'd watch them surf cast. And, yeah, so... Um, and then I got my husband into it. I bought him his first fishing rod. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And worked him up to, so he bought us a boat. <laughs> That's nice. That's very good. Uh, what's the word for that? Um, I'm going to go with planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very proactive. Proactive. Cunning. What cunning, yeah. I didn't want to say cunning. Was... <laughs> and, you're, and you're an award-winning fish fishing person. Yeah, I've won a I've won a few um, a few awards and rods and reels o o over the years. The trophies um, you want was it trophy last year? The second, yeah, the second? so I've, that's the fourth time I've won that trophy. It's ladies' heaviest snapper, um, and that's in the Western Bay Services, which is the police comp. That's the only comp I fish now. I fish that every year, except I missed one for the last fourteen years. 
Um, I fished the one base a couple of times, and I used to do the Bridgman's ladies, but now I only do, I only do the police comp. How heavy was your last the, the snapper? Oh, it wasn't my biggest, but it was the biggest at the time. <laughs> so I took the trophy. I think it was just under three kgs. Um, the, the heaviest one I had on there was four point eight, I think. Mm. Are you mm. one, of the, one of these people that goes out every weekend? <clears throat> Weather permitting, uh, Torong is quite unpredictable with its weather, so it might look beautiful, but there might be a big swell. Although I've got good sea legs, but my husband doesn't particularly like going out if the, if the weather's rough, but it, it wouldn't worry me. But yeah, it's it's if yeah, there's lots of other things that need doing, unfortunately, as well. But I would be out there all the time. And where do you launch mm. launch from? Down at Sulphur Point. Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't take the the um, boat far. It's usually here, local, which is great. We're surrounded by water. doesn't oh, take long to get there. I'm always scared of all those big ships because I used to being from the Hauraki Gulf where you just put the boat out and... I know, I'm paranoid about the big ships, the cruise ships and everything out around there. It's yeah, really busy. That, yeah, you just don't... I have done it once. <laughs> you get a short, sharp shift. Um, just don't fish in the channels. <laughs> have, <laughs> That's a good tip. Have you got a general... I don't want to really tell me your, your favourite fishing spot. Have you got a general place to fish? Generally, we go out straight off the mount, actually, five-mile reef and about 30 metres of water. What's what's What fish do you usually catch? Uh, it, it varies seasonally, but um, one of the reasons I like that spot is we can get Tiriki, Kahawai, Snapper, Kingfish, Gurnard, Cod. We get a really good mixture oh, yeah. from there. Yeah. Have you got any sort of t tips of the trade? How you bait your what? What about your bait? Bait. Generally, we use squid and pillies. If it's a comp, I like to have a good variety, so I'll get mackerel and bonito skippy as well. Um, but generally, squid and pilly. Baiting the hooks, it's it's not hard. It's just a matter of getting it on and making sure that it stays on long enough and doesn't fall off so that you get the fish. Sometimes I'll even do what we call a squilly. So I'll stuff a, <clears throat> a pilly inside a squid, and that, mm -hmm. um, that stays on quite well. And yeah. Are you competitive with your husband when you're out fishing, or is it...? Um, in, in, in a fun sort of way, yeah. So yes, so yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's more competitive than I am. I don't I don't care who gets the fish so long as we get dinner. <laughs> and who cooks the fish? Uh, it depends if it's summer and we're doing Barbie or not. If it's Barbie, it's him. Otherwise, no, it's me. And we both fill it. So yes, I do bait my own hogs, <laughs> fill up my own fish and cook it and clean the boat. <laughs> wow. I was going to say the perfect woman, but... <laughs> I'll probably have to cut that. <laughs> Fill it in your fish. That's a skill. That's a real art form, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the more you do it, the better you get at it, like anything else. I'm terrible. <laughs> Is it a dying art, the fillet of the fish? Because you're just... Oh, when in the comps, they have the guys from um, Sanford's come in out the back and they fillet them for us. And honestly, you watch these guys do it and it's like two flicks of the knife and you've got your fillet and there's just bones. <laughs> so quick very impressive and when you're when you're fishing are you switching off from work completely absolutely <laughs> so you keep that you're one of those people that can keep everything separate oh when I'm, i just love being out on the water and when i'm out there you know it i mean it's it's a bummer if you don't catch as long as you get your bites and it keeps your interest in it's just you know it's just so relaxing i love it so over the holidays are you one of those people that goes away for sort of three weeks fishing hardcore 
No, 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 not at all. Um, we'll just, you know, fish weekends or if, if my husband's off, we, we can go out during the week. But, um, I mean, we're going up north with friends because we're actually supposed to be flying to Vietnam tomorrow, but we're not. So now we're going up north and we've booked in a charter up to Takaka. So I'm looking forward to that. Hmm. Do you think, because um, you're not doing overseas, do you think this summer's going to be full of, everyone's going to be at home and so it's going to actually be madness over summer? Absolutely. The boat ramps are going to be diabolical. <laughs> but they usually are in the summer anyway. But, yeah. If someone wants to get into fishing, they've heard you, they've been inspired by you as a, as a fishing person. What, how, do, how do they get into fishing in, in, uh, in Tauranga, I guess, or the bay? Is there, what, what's the club? What do you join a club? Um, yes, there's the Tauranga Fishing Club down um, down at the marina there. Uh, we used to be members of that, I must say. I haven't, we just don't get time to go in there now, so um, we, we stopped with that. But if you're, if you're wanting to get in and meet, meet other people that are fishing and that are mad keen, that's definitely the way to go. Uh, if you're wanting to start, like there's lots of places that you can just fish off the jetty or fish off the beach or... Um, you know, just to see if you like it. Take some charters out and, yeah. What's your three, say, your three f top tips when you go fishing to catch a fish? Cause I'm, I'm Don't not... strike too soon. It's finding the happy medium. You can either strike too soon or you can leave it too long. Um, so when they start running, often your instinct doesn't snap. Often your instinct is to just strike and go. Yeah, that's what I do. But with snapper, if you if you're onto snapper and you know it, you better to let them run for a little bit because they don't swallow straight away. So if you jerk it, they just spit it out. Oh. And, and so unless you can foul hook them or you know hook them in the side of the mouth if your timing is right and you're lucky. But yeah, if you let them run for a little bit, then they think, oh, okay, it's safe, and then they swallow. And you're more inclined to um, get them. Anything else? Is it line straight to the bottom or off the? Um, I like to stray line, so that kind of that it, it floats. Oh, the floaty the, one. The, yeah, the line keeps going out. It's on the bottom, but it's got. I use a running sinker, so the line, the sinker sits on the bottom, but the line runs through it and stays low, and they can drag it along. Yeah, and it, it picks up. It just moves a little bit with the current, so it's not solid on the bottom I do both sometimes I might have two rods I might have a stray line out and then I'll have the ledger which is sinker on the bottom any more tips one more tip one more tip what's a common mistake people make apart from the whole strike first strike not putting your bait on properly and you cast your rod out and it falls off <laughs> your line goes in one direction and your bait goes in another and the birds get it it's, um, I've seen that done a few times. <laughs> or they get all excited and they um, they wind their line in and they get some slack and just as they get the fish to the boat, they don't keep it tight and then the fish jumps off. <laughs> right. Uh, I usually do plug a product. Ah, oh, okay. Someone promotes something. Plug a product time. You've got something you want to plug? Yes, I have, actually. It's a um, a company called Nothing Naughty. It's a local company, and it produces um, all sorts of good foods and supplements. Uh, their latest is a series of sauces. Low sugar, low carb, divine. Um, and they're online, so, yeah, I just, yeah, Nothing Naughty is awesome. Is it nothingnaughty.co.nz or something? Yes, it would be nothingnaughty.co.nz. i to make sure. I'll quick search. Mm. How do you know about them? 
uh, he's actually my fishing buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, this is a, well, he, he's had it for a while now, um, developed from barking. And, um, oh, here we go. Great tasting fresh protein bars. Is that them? Yeah, they do all sorts now, though. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Chocolate. Um, yeah, if you're on keto, they're, they're the go-to. Not that I am, but <laughs> I, st- I like the, the low-carb, low-sugar stuff. That's me. Oh, hang on. Nothingnaughty.kiwi.nz. Is it .kiwi? That's what it's got there. Oh, okay. Okay, so we've just plugged the product, but now we're going to plug, plug, a, plug a course. Okay. What, what do you want to plug? Certificate in art and design, of course. Are you looking for me to do media? No, Adrian? no, no. Do, you, do your course. <laughs> well, that's right, because we share. Yeah, so plug, uh, plug yeah. your course. Uh, Certificate in art and design. It's a 16, 17-week um, course. You're learning different types of media, so there could be a little bit of fashion, graphic design, visual arts, uh, tamoko, tattoo. Yeah, very practical, hands-on, and a lot of fun. And quite a few people go on to the... PCI degree after that. Don't yes, they, they um, if, if it's in the first term, they tend to do media in the second because they can continue to upskill. And then, um, yes, they move on to the bachelor. It's a good stepping stone um, into the bachelor and to see what you like. It's good too because they get to see they're in the same buildings and they get to see the works that the students are doing on the degree and make a more informed decision. And to find out more about that course, go to toiohomai.ac.nz. Toiohomai. .ac.nz Thank you Anne-Marie Thank you Adrian Look forward to some fresh fish from you (laughs) Will do, will do